Okay, we're gonna try to talk about Yeah, it's the most people we have. You got y'all gotta say something, right? Everybody's gotta say something. Everybody's gotta say something. Okay. Cool. Gang. Fucking Bryant. This is awesome. Thanks. Damn, this fool forgot to feed his turtle, man. Poor Gypsy. I watched her eat for a second. That's cool. That's ugly. Okay. What's up, guys? It's One Degree Separation. I'm here in the Bay Area. This is Veej. I'm here with the squad right now. This is the most people have had on one podcast. I think there's uh, six of us, plus the homie Bryant. He might chime in, ask a question or, or something. He's watching us live stream it from his phone, I think. No, maybe. And he's two feet away. And he's like two feet away from us. But um, yeah, it's technology. I hope you guys make use of that Instagram live shit, man. I've been watching people's. Please do interesting stuff, though. I was watching somebody like just this? work. Yeah, dude. Crazy. It'd be tight if people ask us questions while we're fucking doing this shit. Please ask us questions. Someone commented. Someone commented. That what was did they Bryant. Say? Oh, <laughs> fucking Bryant. He said, this is awesome, which it is. It is, it is. is. But yeah, okay, on to the podcast. So, yeah, I'm here with the squad, YK La Familia, FKA, Youthful Kenfolk. What is FKA? Formerly Formerly known known as. Yeah. Don't uh, don't listen to me. There's six of us us here. Uh, I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Uh, I guess we could just go uh, from left to right, right to left. Uh, Let's go left to right. Who's left? You. Oh, what's up? My name's Kevin Wong. <laughs> uh, actually, it's not Kevin Wong. It's just Kev. Not Kevin Wong. <laughs> not Kevin Wong. Oh, yeah. That is his Instagram name. Not Kevin Wong. Not Kevin Wong. I'm Jess. Wait, should we have you talk about what you do in YK, right? Yeah, just who are you? Okay, yeah, who, who are, are you? Who are you, bro? Who are y'all? More existential than What do you guys do? Who are you? I cook. Fire food. Flames. Yes, flames. Homie. Uh, my name's Chris, and I like to mix like kids, preferably second graders, and I, you know, play them one-on-one in hoop, and then I, I break their ankles. <laughs> it's, it's for his confidence. Yeah. Um I'm Amina. I drink a lot of coffee. She's the cap caffeinist. Shut up. I'm just kidding. The, um the caffeinist. That's it. Like she just just drinks coffee all I day. I just drink a lot of coffee and that's it. I guess I'm an artist too. Do shit. I guess. You finesse your way to And um Victor. Mine too. Um, Speak up, Vic. I'm Victor. <laughs> testing, testing. I can't see you in the, in the, uh, the live stream. I'm losing viewers because of you. <laughs> yeah, Nobody's crazy. watching us. There's two people. <laughs> oh, so one other person's still watching us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wild. And, yeah, yeah, Vic. Uh, I just curated my fucking first show. That's gonna happen on Saturday. This is gonna come out way later, but I'm, I already know it's gonna be successful. So, yeah, let's get it. Let's get it. Okay, so usually the next question after who are you guys is how did I meet y'all? Should we talk about individually or just like how did we all get together? I think individually and then, and then get Quick together. Recap if we can get it Quick recaps. Quick, Quick recaps. Quick recaps. 100 you, words of life. I met you through Jess. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> Five words or less. Let's go. Uh, I met you on Twitter, I think. And then she bought she brought me food to my office. Oh yeah. Sandwich. But technically, I met her two years ago at a selection show. I was severely dehydrated oh, and really? drunk, and she <laughs> she was fangirling. <laughs> Over oh, Beatrice. Yeah. Oh, she was like, oh my god, saw, you're Beatrice Ursula. I saw you, you oh, and damn. me. And then I, I, I recognized you on Kev's uh, sister's <laughs> You're on her toes. Oh, yeah. You were under Shout out. Sounds familiar. Shout out to Nick. Can't get with this dude. <laughs> <laughs> damn. I seen half my friends on Tinder. Damn, that sucks. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> I don't think this scumbag should even introduce himself. Next. That's all we next. know. That's all you need to know. Hey, is you a trash show man. Next, bro. Yeah. yeah. The that third fact. <laughs> third fact. Oh, so it's yeah. fucking weird. Like I don't eat bananas. Oh yeah, it was always some hella random. Yeah. Like, all right. Oh, yeah. Who? So how did we meet? Oh, Chris? bro, we met. On, well, I heard about you through the homie Al, like two years before I met you, mm-hmm. and then I met you at fucking Fields One. I was drunk as shit, and I you was like, were. yo, let's build. <laughs> he hit me with the let's build <laughs> at the art show, dude. That was so long ago. Damn. How we meet Amina. Hey, bro, it was, it was still acceptable. It was in the early stages, you know? Before it was a thing. Stages, Before social let's media, build. let's build. Really what it is now, we're build. four years removed from let's build. <laughs> True. Damn. Um, I think we met either through Flask Mob mm. or... T- or not Tinder, Twitter. <laughs> not Tinder, Twitter. Well, Either Flask Mob or Twitter. I think it was pretty, I'm pretty sure it was Flask Or both. Flask Mob then through Beatrice. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. I feel like. So Beatrice is responsible for a lot of these friendships here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, either one of those. Okay. Victor. Uh, yeah, me and Veej met probably like sophomore year in high school. Mm. No, it was freshman, bro. Nah, I wasn't an honors freshman year. Nah, I saw you at the teen center with okay. this girl, Shina. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Yo, you know what's crazy? Before I moved to your coast, because she fucking added me on MySpace. And like... How'd she know you? I don't know. She just somehow figured out I was moving to fucking Yokosuka. Dang, early lurk. lurk yes. Level. Like, yeah. Lurk game on 100. <laughs> But so, yeah, yeah, she, yeah, so, <laughs> she found me, and then, yeah, I didn't really go to the teen center that much, but yeah, we went to high school in Japan, hmm. and uh, graduated together, and this fool went to CCA, and I went to Cal State East Bay for a little bit, and uh, yeah, we've just been, we've been in the Bay together for a minute. Did you guys move here at the same time? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he came here right after. This fool Chris is hella rude, man. That's why, why he's a garbage man, dude. With the volume on. Dude, this guy. Oh, it, was cute, it was a video of a cute dog. Shut the Jumping. fuck up. That was not a cute dog. Wow. <laughs> At first it was. First it was. Anyway. Anyways, okay. So I guess like the main reason we're all here together is because of YK La Familia, and so we introduced ourselves and how we met each other individually, but how did we all come together at the end of the day? It was at Bonfire at uh, Vic's house, I think. 
about a year ago. Do you want to talk about what YK La Familia is in the first place for people who don't know? Chris? Yeah, Chris, that's, that's your baby, on, man. Okay. Fine. So okay, introduce fine, fine. them. All right. So yeah, uh, wait. Okay. So YK La Familia is a an Oakland-based creative collective and publication, but I would say that it ventures beyond the internet. Mm-hmm. Um. So we do a lot of different events like art shows and we did that Sadie Hawkins we do like mixer type of things and a lot of things that were yet to unveil mm. a lot of things in the works yeah and that's what we do and we all hang out and do podcasts with each <laughs> <laughs> hopefully one of many but okay so then okay then how did we all get together eventually well so, I mean, definitely through social media, you know, mm. we all showcase our talents on there, and like YK is like a squad full of talented people. I think we all just met like while we were out, just like drunk somewhere, right. and we were just yeah. all hanging out. So, like, we just became, yeah, that's all we did. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> became, like familiar faces, pretty much at like the same events that we go to. Shout out 2015. Lots of events. Lots of drunk nights. Lots of AMS and Hennessy. Dude, one of the first times... uh, One of the first times we were all together, but like not together, but we were all at the same place was at Fields 3 or something, 4. I thought you were going to say Sango. Oh, no, not Sango. That's the next time. That's the time after. We had the conversation. That was the most intimate moment that we had with you guys, but you guys didn't know. Oh, my God. I was... No, okay. I, like, I don't know. That was a pivotal night. I don't know. We were I don't know how your house. Yeah. I don't know how you even know you. Who <laughs> like, me? Oh, yeah. I don't know how you got to know <laughs> him, bro. He went. We, mi- this one went yeah, missing. We didn't know him, bro. You always want to. Always want to talk. That was nice. All right. Um, there's a lot of us on this podcast, so I think we should figure out a way to like. I mean, you could just talk. We could just talk. Honestly, I think it should be cool. But... Okay. The only time people are gonna be confused is when Victor talks. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I don't know how distinguished like our voices are. I've never been on a podcast before. Well, your voice is That's quite different from Mars. Yeah. No, but like, okay. Okay. <laughs> no, but okay, so there's one time at Fields, man. I think by... It was one, two, three, four. I think it was... Where's the, when was the was first three. American... It was three, because yeah. I wasn't there, but you it were there. It was three. I picked you up. Oh, Just, that was the one we were hella dancing. Yeah, we were hella dancing. Playing salsa music. Playing salsa music. And then Jess, Jess disappeared, and she was at she was at this bar in the center of the party, asleep at the bar. I will no, never forget I was so this. Drunk. She took a nap at the I bar. I was like dude. fully coherent, like I could hear people sleeping. around me. I was just tired as fuck, and I just heard everyone's yeah. like, "Who is this girl? Like someone, someone again? Come get you, like, guess you girl. Hey, what's up? Salvin just tuned in. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. That was very real, my bad. I can't see shit. He said, I can't see. He what's, said, what's up, up, yo? Oh, hey. <laughs> this is distracting. Do you, we, could turn, we could turn off the live thing. There's only two people watching this thing. Or three. There's three. <laughs> it's Bryant still watching us. <laughs> but then that means there's two people watching us. Okay, whatever. We can just ignore it. I guess. I don't so we're know. all at Fields 3. Anyway. So we're all at the same place. Drunk. Equally drunk. And then we all eventually came together at a certain point. 
Because I think me and Beatrice were talking about like, yo, yeah, we should we should uh, propose this to 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 Chris to like revamp it. Because I think I was already doing the website. Was I already doing the website? By the time we were talking about stuff. I don't know where you. Oh, oh. <laughs> dang! So many. It's gonna be so many shots fired wow. over this podcast, man. But yeah, no, we, me and Beatrice were talking about we should we should totally revamp this whole thing like from the ground up or something. And then we we linked up all at uh, Victor's house and had a bonfire. I think that sounds that was nice. nice. It was a good bonfire. I mean, definitely a night for like a lot of us. Like I know when me and Chris first connected about YK was definitely at a night. We were all in San Francisco. Really, really wasted at a Sango show. And I remember I was there with B. Like, oh fuck. Um, Chris, who were you there with? Experience. It was one of the worst. <laughs> <laughs> we were really wasted. We had a lot of tequila shots. But, you know, one good thing came out of the night that night. We talked about YK and talked about, like, how I went to a lot of music festivals. And that was when I first did, like, a post about Outside Lands. Yeah, outside and that's how I got involved with Useful Kinfolk. <laughs> Um, at the time, as it was, Youthful Kinfolk, uh-huh. and not YK La Familia. It wasn't that's rebranded right. yet. So that's how that happened, and then eventually we did go to that uh, bonfire, and we all kind of decided as a team, like, we were going to do this, we were going to make it a new thing, mm-hmm. or just transform it into something bigger than it already was. I think at that point, though, at the bonfire... Um like we established like a new vision for for YK and what it was gonna be and what we wanted to turn it into. And like it's been almost a year and I feel like we're still working towards it. Like we still haven't even gotten to that point. Like actually <clears throat> helping out like local businesses as much as we want to and like getting involved in that sense, like business wise, but mm-hmm. um I mean, it's tight, though, because we, we have put on hella, like, fun events and, like, social events that we talked about, like, the Sadies and all the other shit we got planned. I mean, I feel like for the most part, like, the events we do, like, like, because I feel like a lot of the shows, like, anywhere, when it's, like, an art show, like, quote, unquote, and then there's music, it's, like, an event decorated with art rather than um, an actual art show, you know what I'm saying? So, I think... What sets us apart is that the, a lot of the focus is actually on the art and the message. Because we did Revolve 1, that was super successful. And Revolve, and the second Revolve, that was super successful. And Sadie Hawkins, I mean, you can interpret it as you want, but it's like women, and empowering women. So many so many women there. It was awesome. A lot of ladies. A lot of ladies, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, and then... <laughs> and then no, what he's no. just trying to say is that... We didn't fucking shove it down your throats, but we had an all-female lineup. Yeah. We teamed up with uh, hey, a female, you know, publication to to put it on. Mm-hmm. But not out of the sense of, like, just doing it just because we wanted to, you know, mm-hmm. market that. But, like, I don't even think we... we because those people we had talent. We originally were going to book, like, some band, with, and then they didn't. they couldn't end up doing it. Mm-hmm. It and just then, ended up in the end. It ended up lineup. in an all-female lineup, and it was fire. Like that was like one of the dopest nights, I think, performance performance-wise that 
I mean, not even just us as like a collective put on, but as a lot of shows in Oakland go as far as like the lineup, you know, a lot of the times it's like male headliners and the females, Uh like there's like one or two like token female performers, but this night was like a whole female lineup and it was fire and like. I just, it made me rethink, like, why that doesn't happen more, uh-huh. you know? I had a hell of fun, bro. That was a great yeah, night. I had a hell of fun. Hey. so intimate. <laughs> yeah. It was <laughs> I wish I, I wish I saw no, no, more of the performances. No, no, DJ set was, like, my favorite DJ set of 2016. That shit was so fun, bro. That was great. She was great. Vanessa was great. I wished that she would have went on later. Because yeah, I was like, damn, like... People would have came early. So it, was only, it was only me and Andy. It was a weekday, though, wasn't it? It, it was, like, was like a, Thursday. a Thursday. It was a Thursday. I mean, yeah. It was a Thursday, but, you know. It's still successful. Quality versus quantity. It's the venues, bro. The venues try to play us like we don't... Like, we like we can't bring out people or we can't... Uh-huh. Like, we're not... We don't have our shit together. And that's the problem with the Bay Area, really. It's like... Well, a lot of places, but... You know, we have... We're lucky because we had a lot more resources than other places, but still, yeah. it's like, at the end of the day, it's like, finding a venue is like the hardest fucking thing ever out here. Mm-hmm. And especially, I mean, I feel like, who knows what's going to happen now with, you know, with Ghost Ship. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, it's a tragedy and it's fucking horrible, like, but then it's like, you know, in the repercussion, or like, in the future, like, mm-hmm. Is the city gonna come down on all of us, or like, what mm. are they? You know, we're still seeing what's happening. Yeah, I mean, I think in the near future is gonna be a little harder to throw these events, like, or there's gonna be more like paperwork or bureaucracy or something, you know. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. The, the one thing about the Bay Area though is like all the events. At the end of the day, the most of them are just really about like the community and shit. Like I always say. That like the community is hella welcoming and like I don't know like as much as like the art is less like the focus and like more the music and the party but every time like anybody pulls up it's like all love you know what I'm saying like yeah it's like a safe space for everyone it's just like mostly we also started the workshop Wednesdays yeah workshop Wednesdays Sorry. workflow or workflow okay. same shit well, right? I'll cause it a workshop anyways, so. <laughs> yeah. But we have those roundtable discussions, which are, I think, really helpful. Mm-hmm. The first one, at least, like, it got real emotional. People were letting out their feelings, but it was like everyone was in support. No one was, like, judging them. Yeah. And they were just there to listen. Um, I think those are more important because I feel like a lot of people don't have that chance to just talk freely. I think that's, people. yeah, that's this thing, too, like, kind of like with Art Exchange, it's more inclusive. Like, mm-hmm. when you put on a show people don't they just look at what you're presenting like they don't Mm -hmm. get to see that you know most of the people that we work with are just you know like the average everyday person like so when you put on a show people see what's being presented and they don't see how they can you know in turn Mm -hmm. access it right Mm -hmm. yeah like we're not all on a pedestal or anything it's like we you can talk to anyone like you can ask people for stuff. Like, you do the same things. Yeah, like, a lot of the art shows that we've done is, like, the people participating, they're, like, they're, like, the homies. And then, like, like yeah, you're saying they're, like, like normal people. They're, we're not looking to have, like, big names just to pull, like, the crowd, you know? So, like, 
I've noticed that sometimes like people even ask like, yo, how can how can I get in on the next one? And it's like it's all like inclusive, like it's not an exclusive thing. Like like if you're talented, that's pretty much it. If you're talented and you're like a genuine person, you can definitely pull up to the art show or even show your artwork, you know? So And that's what like YK is about, right? Just putting on people who normally wouldn't have like a platform mm -hmm. to showcase their work or like perform their music or whatever it's like putting on people who don't already have you know like the audience that they should or like deserve i mean i don't mean deserve in like a very like like an entitled greedy way. or entitled way yeah, yeah. it's like deserve <clears throat> as in like they've put in the work and so they deserve mm -hmm. that platform at least to like put it out there yeah, like, a lot of artists, like, they have the talent, but not the platform. Mm -hmm. So, like, yeah, like, with YK or just, like, us as individuals putting on the other homies, like, that's super important to uh, include others that, like, we know we can help. Maybe they, they don't ask for it, but, like, obviously we, like, understand, like, how the social media works, how the community here works, and how to do these events and how to get things done. So, like, I feel like that's definitely one of the highlights of, of YK is just, like, we get we can get things done, you know. So I think another dope thing about YK is that how we were talking about like we're all inclusive. It's tight like how social media like brings it all together because like I personally have experienced like bumping into to people from my high school that like I wasn't even super close with, but mm -hmm. I seen them like at Not Your Baby and like from then just like that small encounter of like saying like what's up and catching up within that those couple minutes of just small talk they were able to start following YK and like coming to the workshops and like getting involved and having like other conversations with me or like other people and like just being able to network and share what they do what they want to do where they want to be and like being able to put them on um, as like a contributor to to YK is like I think that's something that's super dope because there's a lot of people out there who are like I don't know following the like the straight path that like society put out to like you know go to school hmm. get a get a job that you know you getting paid salary getting like PTO you getting benefits and shit but that's not what they want to do, you know? Mm -hmm. So to be able to lead by example and to basically bring together a group of people who are trying to figure it out, you know, themselves mm -hmm. and showing that, you know, we're still surviving, we're still putting food on the table and, like, doing our thing, um, and we're kind of, like, in the same boat is, is something that's cool, too, about YK, is that, like, you know, we're all... We all go through our, our struggles and we all like have our own way of like um, getting to what we think is successful. Um, so to be able to put that on for other people who are like struggling but they don't have like the the squad or you know they don't have their, their group of friends. Um, I don't know, it's, it's important that you know we continue to uh, provide that support. Yeah, I think, I think one of the great things about YK or just, like, us in general is that, you know, like, we've surrounded ourselves with, like, like-minded individuals. I've, 
feel like sometimes like people don't understand like sometimes when people get stuck it's not even just them it's like the people around them you're like the sum of like five the five people mm -hmm. around you or something like that or like or even like I, I i was at the the life of pablo tour or whatever and he put it he put it in that kim kardashian happy birthday video like his grandma was saying like you show me like five people your five best friends or five people that you hang out with or something and like i can tell you who you are and like I mean, if you're hanging out with bum-ass people, you're just going to be a bum, you know? Yeah, bum. Honestly. Yeah, bum. yeah like, yeah. not to be harsh, but that's just how it is. Like, you need, like, the motivation, the support system, um, and, like, other people leading by example. Like, I think it's, like, yeah. hard to say. I mean, sorry to interrupt, but, like, it's all good. when you say, like, bum-ass <laughs> people, sometimes, like, people don't realize that someone in their life is toxic for them. Like, yeah. The energy isn't right until they reflect, you know, later. Mm -hmm. So it's hard for you to see it when you're around. Of it. Yeah, when you're like lost in the sauce, man, you won't see it. <laughs> a man has no sauce. He is he is lost. So. No, but so like I guess, I guess like the overarching theme that I'm trying to reach is that it's super important to like find your like tribe. You know, like a lot of people look for that and like fall into it. A lot of people just wander, or a lot of people just uh, do their solo thing. But there's definitely have been benefits to like just banding together, um, working towards like a bigger picture and working alongside like people you respect towards the service of other people. That was like a quote from a movie I just watched. But. <laughs> <laughs> what movie was that? I was watching this Magnificent Seven. It's about like uh, seven cowboys or whatever in the West. Tarantino, right? No, 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 no. Is it Robert Rodriguez? Denzel. I don't. I know Denzel was in it, and Chris Pratt from Guardians of the Galaxy. Ethan Hawke. Oh, the, <laughs> the, the Japanese dude That's from Fast and Furious. No, no, not the Japanese dude. It's the the, the ninja from uh, what's it called? Oh, uh, GI Joe. GI Joe. Nah, but yeah, like one. Samuel Jackson's in it. Nah. Okay. That's a different movie. That's that's the that's the one where they just talk the whole movie. The hateful eight. The hateful eight. Hateful eight. eight. That's yeah. Funny. No, but this one dude in the in the show was like, cause they're about to face this whole army, and he was they're talking about like just, yo, all, they're pretty much all gonna die, right? Like, and he was saying, like he feels content because he's uh, alongside like all these like really great like cowboys and all that who like care about people. So he's like, yo, I'm like around people I respect, and we're helping these people so they're in service to others, and that's like a fulfilling life to him. So that's I don't know that 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 part stuck with me. So I just quoted Dude, that. I, uh, yesterday, or yesterday or the day before, I had this, I drive for Lyft, for those who don't know. Um, mm. I had this dude and we were talking, um, mm. I picked him up. He had me going all the way. I was like, bro, you didn't even put the right address in. Yo, first of all, let me just put a disclaimer. Mm. Your Lyft driver is a person too. <laughs> no, on, of course, bro. yeah. Like, people would be talking to you so crazy. Anyway, mm. point is, um, Later on in the ride, he's like telling me about his job and he does like uh, social services. Mm -hmm. And then he's he was just like, we're talking about a lot of the people that I drive are like techies. Uh -huh. So then when I talk to them, I just, it's mad crazy to me that like what a lot of what they do is just intangible and it doesn't sound like anything real. Like the jobs and right, this app, how can that make millions of dollars? You know? Mm -hmm. Anyways, he's like, how, I don't understand how you could feel good about yourself at the end of the day saying like, my job, uh, what do I do to contribute to society? You know? Mm -hmm. 
all these people are here for you know the opportunity that comes with the money. And that that's just like in betterment in themselves. Then you yeah, know what I mean? exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I don't know. I've said I've said in previous podcasts too that I read this article where he was talking about it's like better to be um, at the end of the day it's better to be useful than happy. I mean, because being useful can make you happy, but being happy like serve no one else but yourself. And like, yeah, I guess like the morbid part of that was like he said he was like, oh, I don't. I don't even on my deathbed knowing I didn't leave anything like behind. Cause like yeah, if you're doing tech, like you make a million dollars dollars, and what do you do with it? You just go on vacation. Like, mm-hmm. is anybody gonna remember you after that, dude? Yeah. Like, like that's kind of a sad existence for me. Like, I feel like right. people in tech are like in their own bubble. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I have like a, a very strong opinion about it because I mean I used to work for a company that was like contracted by Google. It was like it was cool, like the money was cool, but then like these people literally just felt so entitled, and I was just I don't know I couldn't I couldn't keep up with that in the way that they kind of go about their their day to day lives, thinking that everything should be handed to them, and if it's mm. not right, even if it's like free shit, like they still have something to complain about. I really I don't know that shit pisses me off. <laughs> but I really I feel like they're in their own bubble because if you think about it like it's a lot of these college kids that like graduate and then mm. you know college is is one thing um, it's its own like environment but then you go and you get a job at like Facebook or Google or anywhere in like the Silicon Valley mm. like they have housing services they have like places where you can get your dry cleaning done they have like anything that you can think that like you would need and that normal people would like have to go out on their day off to like do or like pay for Mm -hmm. whatever like those companies they have that shit like there for Mm -hmm. you as an employee and it's like you never have to do anything on your own like Mm -hmm. your shit is just handed to you off top like I don't know I mean, but imagine their lives before that. Like, maybe they worked really, really hard to get to that point. Like, maybe their life was a complete struggle, and they grew up in poverty, ideally. I mean, maybe not. Like, this probably isn't their story. They probably grew up really rich. I mean, ideally not. No, that's a horrible word for it. But, like, maybe they they grew up with a really hard life, and this is their dream, to work for something bigger than them that's going to be, like, mass-distributed and make like a global impact, which is what tech is, you know? It's like changing lives all over the world, not just here. And you know, maybe that's not their first experience. It is a bubble though, for sure. Like the Silicon Valley is completely different from what we experience. Thinking is like the American dream. Mm -hmm. It's like easy to believe in it. It's like what you're told your whole life that like anybody can make an opportunity for themselves but then like what you're trying to say is like at the end of the day are you bettering yourself or like you know like what are you doing to get ahead yeah i don't know i just feel like it's uh, it's like our responsibility to kind of step outside of like ourself and to really put that in perspective in terms of like a global scale or like Mm. even not even a global scale but like just looking at your community and how that is, how your actions are impacting, you know, your your community and like, you know, where, where you live, like where you spend the majority of your time. Um, 
yeah, I don't know. Like, it's important to not even just think, like, well, I'm part of this app, so I'm, there's, like, if you look at the charts and the data, like, it's a, like, millions of people are using this one app, like, you know what I mean? It's, mm. it's what is that really doing? Like, well, you're, I don't know, I can go on like <laughs> I think one thing is, like, you got to do shit for the people who aren't using the app, too, like, because yeah. it's, like, they're making all these apps that do everything for you, but it's, like, you're also... Uh, well, some people are displacing people in the game. Yeah, like infringing on... Well, so the way I see it, like, uh, ideal, it would be ideal if, like, companies like that, like, left things better than they found them and not... Exactly. And one thing is hiring locals. <laughs> hiring locals. Fuck with all the talented we wish. locals. Yeah. We wish, honestly. Yeah, don't be, don't be outsourcing jobs, you know, you can, yeah. you can get done here. Yeah, it's you know whack as fuck. Okay, but okay, but circling back, circling yeah, back let's circle to back. Uh, to like not so good. Circling back to um, the whole tribe thing. So like, how how did that like how did that like affect you guys like coming together as one rather than uh, working on your own? Because like we all we all have our in, all, own individual hustles and individual ambitions and visions. But how has it changed you guys in the fact that we we're all working towards one thing now? Or we're all like we all have each other's back now. Like, how is that? Why is that important to you guys? You know. Uh, I just realized the other day that, like, well, for instance, the art exchange is the first event mm -hmm. where I didn't have. I could be like. He just he just rolled he just it. rolled back. Uh, In his rolly chair. <laughs> <laughs> so no, but. Uh, the one where I didn't have to be in the driver's seat, right? So then mm -hmm. it gave me like time to look at the bigger picture. Mm -hmm. And you know, as 2017 is approaching, like we talked about earlier, mm -hmm. we came together as 2016 was also approaching. So it was like, you know, late 2015, we we're conceptualizing mm -hmm. this group of individuals. So kind of, I've been reflecting like, damn, we've done some of the things we talked about but there's more things that everyone talked about that I feel like, you know, I wanna distribute those, you know, or just bring them back up, those ideas that, mm -hmm. you know, everyone has their individual lane, I feel like, or, you know, thing that they're interested in. So it's like tying that all back into what we're doing, mm -hmm. you know, and maximizing the potential. I, I think over, over the, like months that we've kind of gone together, um, we've all kind of like refined our own like personal goals and like learned more about ourselves, which has allowed like YK to become like stronger in terms of like how we throw the events, how we put things together, like what we want to do in the future, um, and just being involved in like in our uh, own like respective ways um, like for me it's like I just cook so in the future is like I'm working with Chris to possibly you know do like more pop-ups or whatever and like I feel like that's just like one example as to how like being part of this whole like squad has allowed us to you know strengthen like what we want to do as 
just about to do a jutsu right now. <laughs> <laughs> Naruto reference number Here's one. Head signals going on. <laughs> What you what you trying to say? I mean, as a as a first generation American, uh, you know, my parents came here as immigrants, like not knowing any English, and worked hella hard to um, get to where we are today. And um, you know, they just worked hella hard and kept their heads tucked and fucking had to do whatever they had to do, you know, to follow orders and you know go through you know life just making the decisions that would better themselves and not really, you know, having a social life or anything like that. So, like, uh, to have YK is fucking awesome because it's a it's an outlet that lets me use all of my talents, like um, hand lettering logos for a lot of the homies now and fucking collaborating and trying to push our mission to, you know, like, keep everything inclusive and open up doors and, like, keep art accessible to people mm -hmm. that need it and want it, you know? So uh, we're just going to keep on doing that. Getting a chance to like work with all of you guys and also be friends um, at the no. same time. Oh, <laughs> damn. We, we Me just, and Chris we're just, aren't friends. We're just friends on Instagram, right? I on guess. Tinder. <laughs> okay, never mind. Let me take that friends thing back. We're not friends. Um, but to to be acquainted with y'all, I guess, has been okay. I guess. It's alright. It's alright. Y'all are pretty whack, which are all I have. So. It's sad. It's sad, dude. And podcast. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, but to keep it. 100. I love you guys, and I'm really glad I got to get to know you guys in the past few months slash year. Um, just because, you know, it's great to have a group of friends. Like, I'm used to having friends and, like, you know, a close group a lot of the time, but this is different, mostly. Yeah, I think your mom's still watching us. <laughs> Awesome. Hey, Yo, shout out Chris's shout mom. Shout out Chris's mom. She said, best. finding your passion is so beneficial. It's a difficult step financially at times, but you have to do what you love. That's real. Aww. That's Chris's real. Mom just dropped some gems. That's a gem, dude. We're actually live streaming this on the YK Instagram. Yeah, I think there's Very one rare. viewer. There's one viewer, which is Chris's right. mom. It, it might be Chris's mom. <laughs> so but shout out Chris's she, mom. She just dropped that gem, dude. I think she did. Put it there. It's wider. What yeah. do you mean? Right there? More of us. Against the uh the thing? Yeah, that's that's good. Everyone except yeah, the yeah, mixer. Yeah. <laughs> well like tilt it more. Oh no, you're good. That's probably fine. I guess I guess we can work off of that, man. Anyway, like, but like yeah. yeah. Uh working with you guys has been great though because I've had like groups of friends and that's just different when um when you guys are all working towards something as opposed to just like being friends because of similar interests and like hanging out and doing like recreational activities. Like this is something like our tribe, our collective is something that serves a greater purpose and a greater good. And we are just like basically primarily just trying to put 
talented people on and mm-hmm. like give them a platform and also create like a space for ourselves to freely express whatever it is that we want to like say or feel or like share or get you know a comment on like not comment on per se but like you know our opinions put our opinions out there Mm -hmm. so it's a completely different experience like working with a group of friends versus just like hanging out and like partying with them Mm because we kind of do all that but like our friendship slash collective shift we are kind of washed now after this past year like (laughs) going too hard (laughs) but you know as i think our voices are way more powerful like collectively versus just one of us trying to say something i feel like we also like we're we're comfortable enough to like check each other too and like i don't know for me it's like my my day-to-day life you get pretty fucking like repetitive Mm -hmm. Um, but being part of YK and, like, knowing what's ahead and, like, what always planning for future events, like, keeps me tapped in and, like, puts me in check and, like, makes me want to check in with everybody else, too, and see what's up and, like, see what everyone's doing. Um, Because, I mean, sometimes we get to that point where, like, we don't really talk to each other, like, get to see each other as often, but then... um, you know, there's always some shit that, like, brings us back together, like, some event that's going on that, like, we all end up at. Beach coming back to the bank. <laughs> yeah, Basically, whatever, that's it. <laughs> I, make, I make everybody come through. Damn, I wish y'all could have seen fucking Chris, like, shake out his hair. Because he's been growing it out for a while and he's Dude, been waiting to like, premiere this fool, it. This fool got hella hair products <laughs> as Probably more than me. He got, the, he got like the coconut, like like a retreat <laughs> oil or something. I'm sorry to call you out. I don't yeah, know. That's what I'm feeling. That's what I'm saying, bro. I'm not trying to go bald. <laughs> true, true. My dad, my dad. Look at his fingers flowing. No way. Are you insane oh, about you, that? You're paranoid. You're super insane. So just grow it longer. You get your hair from your mom's side, bro. So. Thanks, mom. Shout out, mom. <laughs> For the gems in the hair. <laughs> For the gems in the hair. What about you, Kev? Uh, I think one of the, like the best hair. things is just a di- having a diverse crew. Like, we are all mm-hmm. different ethnicities. Mm-hmm. We're from all over the world. Mm-hmm. But we also do, like, crazy different paths. Like, I got a nine-to-five. Like, V just freelance. Jess is a cook. She, like, quit what she didn't know what she wanted to do and just did exactly, like... What she's been wanting to do every single day of her life, like, like everyone's yeah. grinding, like Amina's doing everything and anything. Finessing, like, like, Everyone's just in their own lane, and it's like we can all learn so much from just those different paths, mm-hmm. just being in like different places, different points. But we're all in kind of the same boat, you know. Mm-hmm. We're all growing and we're all moving towards the same, moving towards the same thing, which is nice, and it's like grounding. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it like pulls us all back together to like have a clear vision. Cause yeah. yeah, it can get kind of like when you're in your like daily grind, you get repetitive or you like mm-hmm. kind of start to float away. But like just coming back to see everyone or just talking about stuff really brings you back to like keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like for me like having collaborating like in general and then being in a group 
definitely provides like clarity and direction. Because I mean, when you're by yourself, you gotta figure it all by yourself. There's not one bigger picture you might be working towards. And like you guys were saying, like we're here as like a support system for one another. Like, yo, if you need something, I got you. Like, if you need a designer, I got you. If you need a photographer, I got you. Like, everybody has their own talents. Like, we can pull from each other's, like, work and just, like, personalities and all that. And, like, keep each other in check. Like, I'm, pre I, I, like, I'm pretty sure we're not, like, yes men to each other either. Like, we gas each other up, but it's only because it's legit. Like, we genuinely gas each other up. And then if someone's being trash, we're gonna call you trash, like or a cat. Yeah, or a cat. You know, dude, I love Keep being back. 100. I love being back in the bay because you can say stuff like that. Nobody gets that shit. In San Diego. <laughs> like, like, yo, your cat. Like, like, thing, yeah. Like, what? Like, like, what do you mean, Siamese? Yeah, I was, I was listening to <laughs> the Nick Cannon uh, interview. Uh huh. He just kept saying cat, like, like New York cat, like these. I'm the kind of cat. I know. I just. Kept imagining fucking Nick Cannon catting off. So <laughs> yeah, like catting off, bro. Like I can't be can't be saying that. Not and like calling people trash. Like I think they get offended if I like call people trash. I but mean that's kind of an offensive term if you don't understand. It's like yeah. it's kind of playful. I mean, like, I, I think like, between us, if you can't between roast your us, homies, that means you never had real homies. Like, if Damn. you can't yeah. roast your friends, yo, if you if you don't get friends. Snapchatted while you're slipping doing something. Yeah. Like, Man, you're just not... In this case, beach at all times. Yeah, like, he's always Snapchatted falling asleep somewhere. Asleep yeah. somewhere. <laughs> Snoring, he'll Snoring, dude. He's got thick skin. Bro. Shit. Yeah. It's that, just... It's just... Snap, back. That means he's running from the subway. It's just Snapchat, <laughs> man. It's just the internet, but I'm, my, one of my biggest fears is to become a meme, so... Uh, so we can make is that your biggest that. fear, or is it your deepest, darkest secret? Desire. Desire? <laughs> no. He's like, don't do it, but... Please, but do it. Please do it. <laughs> Like, imagine being a meme, man. That, that's, on, like, bro. forever. I know you oh, love Imagine being a moment. meme. <laughs> nah, okay, but yeah. <laughs> Yo, you know what, though? I thought about the other day. Think about the kids that are kid memes. Yeah, yeah. what's going to happen to Gavin? What's going to happen to Gavin? that should be a Black Mirror episode. Yeah, Ten real. years from now, yeah. someone recognizes Bro, you remember the Asian kid, kid who was, oh, like... Damn. Remember the Asian kid with the basketball who was, like, crying? Yeah. That was me! What was it? Hall of Fame put him on a shirt... And he showed up to the shop to cop the shirt. No way. That's <laughs> they legit. Him, I think they probably did. They probably hooked him up. But like, they put him on a shirt. Probably should have showed up. Like, like yo, take this shit down. <laughs> I need my royalties, bro. Yo, how much you making? You probably cross him up in the shop. Cross <laughs> <laughs> anybody. Step out behind that counter. <laughs> I got this. Bus. Cross who? Cross multiply, bro. Like, <laughs> That's a whole funny. <laughs> but I, I think one of one of the things uh, Kev said is super important. Uh, that I wanted to highlight is like our diversity, like not even just like like racially or where we come from, but just like our talents, uh, like what our own individual ambitions, and yeah, just like we're just mad different and coming together, like. So I was just like wondering, I mean, we all have like different expectations for ourselves. So like, how is that like uh, doing your own thing? Because. Um, a lot of people I've talked to when like they ask me about freelancing and stuff, there's like, oh, like I don't have the time, or I'm like, kind of scared about financial shit and all that. Like, how have you guys been able to bridge the gap between your own expectations and what you want to do, or like the expectations of others and your own and what you want to do? Because obviously, like, I think it's like good. Like, um, I've noticed, for instance, like with you know, the others 
saying something to them, like, mm. holds me to actually doing it. Yeah. You know, it's like, or like, I'll just like, have heard someone say something that they, you know, they're working on. It's like, hey, bro, where the fuck, like, <laughs> are you kidding? Where that at? So, that's what's beneficial to me about this whole dynamic. I mean, so that was the answer to the last question. Yeah, but like, it ties into <laughs> Now I'm feeling it. I'm just saying. Because <laughs> slow-mo. <laughs> it's fine. It's like 1 a.m. Yeah, it is super late. Whose son is this? I just pulled oh, all man. these guys together. No, nah, but I think it's because we waited an hour and a half for pizza and we watched Black Mirror. So we just waited. We're all waited kind of shook home. right now. We're all kind of shook after I'm really that scary-ass episode. Okay, no, nah, but... Oh, anyway, circling yeah. back. But, okay, so... All these expectations to like, uh, like do things for, like financially or like reach a certain position. Like, how have you guys like unlearn, like, or kind of like unlearn that, and just come into your own? You know what I'm saying? Uh, I basically learned how to just say like fuck what everyone else thinks, mm. and like I'm gonna do what I know makes me happy. What I, what I know for sure that like I'm good at and like mm-hmm. regardless of what anybody else like says or any doubts that anybody else has like I mean with all respect to them too because it like a lot of those people who have those doubts who have those like um, negative thoughts or like people that are like close to me you know like mm-hmm. my family people who like before supported me like financially um, and had a major impact on my decisions, I kind of, like, respectfully just say, like, I'm sorry, but, like, fuck off right now because, <laughs> like, I love Not you, but, like, I know, like, I'm going to be fine doing what I'm doing because, like, I'm truly, genuinely passionate about this, and, like, because of that fact, like, I can't fail. You know what mm. I mean? And, like, constantly, like, waking up every day and going throughout my day-to-day life and living with the decision that I made to, like, drop out of college and, like, do what I love. Um, It's basically, like, that one thing that pushes me to be, like, okay, yeah, your your paycheck's a little short this month, but, like, it's going to be fine. Like, you've made it this far. Like, you can't fail, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, you got you got a shit ton of, to prove to to yourself and to, like, most importantly, the people who backed you since day one. And, um, and yeah, just, like, using the homies as, like, that reminder, too, that, like, shit gets rough, everyone struggles, but, like, at the end of the day, we're, we're all here, like, mm-hmm. we all have each other's backs, we all, like, support each other, like, I mean, it's good no matter what, so. It's just really crazy to see all the different paths that we're all on. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really been, like, a key factor in unlearning, like, the social construct and social guidelines of, like, what it's supposed to be to be, like, a successful adult and, like, successful in your career. Like, there's, like, a set path for you. Like, okay, you graduate high school, you go to college, you get an internship, you get a job. That's the way it's supposed to go in America quote quote and I don't know like having a tribe a squad a collective like you guys how diverse we all are in our paths and careers like it's been really cool to see how different a path can be like and that has been like a totally 
more comfortable and like natural catalyst into transforming like my worldview of what being a successful adult looks like like you know and unlearning all of those things that I was taught growing up like what you're supposed to do and what it's supposed to look like and it's mm-hmm. like for me personally like it's cool because I don't feel as much pressure to go into a certain field or follow a certain path like mm-hmm. My whole problem growing up and still that I have to work through is, like, I can't, like, do the whole, like, social construct, authority, shit. Like, I don't exist in the box. Like, the box is, like, foreign to me. I'm like, nah, I don't fuck with the box. Like, let me, like, do whatever happens outside the box. Like, that's what I'm comfortable with. That's what is interesting to me. And, like, all of you do something outside of the box. And so that is, like, has helped me normalize that it's okay to exist outside the box. Like, you don't need to, you know, conform to the box. You don't need to conform to what your parents told you or what you learned in school because that's all been institutionalized. I mean, not all of it. Like, that's totally general. But it's, like, it's given me the inspiration and the motivation to explore the other options out there and, like, what creating your own path is like and how liberating that can be if you know that the box isn't for you. Mm. If that makes sense. That's funny. I'm like ski jumping on the edge of the box, like in and out, in and out. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, I have nine to five, but I also do like side stuff. Like I do ETC, I do freelance stuff when I can, but it's like ultimately, ultimately like freelance is the goal or just working within like, I guess streetwear apparel or something like that um but yeah it's like i see you guys like some of you guys are like outside the box like i'm looking from inside the dark box <laughs> but it's like it's, it's interesting to like it's not always good to be around like people who do the same thing you know because mm-hmm. just like with your with arguments arguments are good if you just listen to the other people so it's like i listen to you guys exactly what you do i don't judge you like i'm like mm-hmm. oh they're like crazy and stuff like but and it's like i know myself and i that's my thing is like I'm not as like free as you guys I guess mm. I guess free but like I'm more conservative with myself but it's just it's just eye opening and it's like better to have those perspectives as an individual who's trying to like grow or even if you're not going to grow it's just better mm. to understand the other side I mean I like I think a lot of people that we hang around with it's like with the uh, social media and everything is like a lot of people are now free spirits and there's that mentality it was like I don't want to work for anybody I want to work for myself I want to be my own boss and like that's cool but at the same time like I still advocate for that side of like you know it is ideal to get a job that like pays you well you know it is ideal to get a job where like you can save up for that like retirement plan like I know we're hella young and shit but like coming from a family who like struggled you know, and, like, lower to middle classes, I see, like, what it's like to grow old and to not have the resources that you need to, like, still stay alive or still Mm -hmm. be healthy. So as, like, a young adult, I do find it important to, like, like, what Kev is doing, like, stand inside the box while, like, you know, still jumping out of it, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean, to do your own thing, to, like, find that balance, to, like, still respect your parents and, like, what they work so hard for you to do which is like as your as your parents they wanted you to like 
succeed in their own vision for you as their child. You know what I mean? So yeah. I feel like it's hella important to like respect that point of view too. You know what I mean? Like you still are their child even as an adult. And so to to be able to fulfill that p part of it while still also on the side doing what you want to do is like, I think for me personally, like that's the goal is to like show them that, you know, I can take care of myself. I'm paying my mm -hmm. own bills, you know, I'm paying off my own loans, but you know, I'm, I'm doing it in, your own in my own way. Yeah. You know what I mean? So <clears throat> it was like, they're always going to worry. There's always going to be people who don't agree with your decisions, but mm -hmm. it's like, as long as you can prove to them that, you know, you're still doing what they want you to do, but in your own way, like, I think that's ideal. Yeah, I think, I think at the end of the day, it's just important to um, live your own truth, but keep that open mind. Like you were saying, like, like I've had friends that, that have said, like, it gets kind of, like, annoying being around creatives because then they're just like, oh, like, do what you want. Like, yo, like, pursue your dreams. But like it's cool to have like a nine to five, and do that for a while, and then do your do your art thing or do your own passions or just do it all at the same time. Mm -hmm. So just yeah, live your truth, like do whatever works for you. But at the end of the day, I really do think you should just end up doing what you like. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then whatever that means. Yeah. Whatever that is to you. Doesn't necessarily mean yeah. like being your own boss and shit. Yeah. Like some people still need structure. Some people are better yeah. followers than they are leaders, and it's just mm -hmm. like knowing your role and like understanding your place at you know this current time of like where you are in your own like mindset it's like leaders get so much credit you know what i mean like mm -hmm. being a leader like that just sounds better than being a follower right mm -hmm. but like i don't know in some in some degrees it's like you need to you need followers as much as you need leaders because without people who can follow direction it's like Mm -hmm. Where are you gonna like? Where are you gonna mm -hmm. get in that process? Yeah, you can't have a city without people, and just like you can't have a leader without followers and followers without a leader. You know, mm -hmm. some people need direction or some people need like structure and you know things to follow. Like they need it set out for them, and some people mm -hmm. need to lay that out for themselves and others. Like mm -hmm. they can't take direction, so it's like. Everyone has their place, and there's a place for everybody, and that's what's great about community, that there's, you know, nothing wrong with being an outsider or someone quiet. Like, you could be a wallflower, or you could be a very outspoken person and a leader and still know there's a place for you, like, whoever you are, whatever color you are, like, whatever gender you are, it doesn't even matter. Like, mm -hmm. there's a place for you somewhere for whoever and mm -hmm. that's important to acknowledge and there's a path for everybody like it doesn't need to be laid out for you you can create your own path or you can follow someone else's it's like whatever you're comfortable with and whatever works for you what about you Vic? <laughs> okay <laughs> okay okay i got a question for you guys so if you guys did follow your traditional route and lived up to all the expectations and didn't do your own thing what would you be doing right now? Uh, I think I would be <laughs> like in marketing or business in the city, for sure. So like in a cubicle, maybe? Probably. <laughs> okay. Ideally not. I mean, I don't think my parents want me to be in a cubicle, but I'd just be at a nine to five, like all the time, staying late. 
Loving it. <laughs> Wait, repeat your question. If you worked in, or if, if you your life trajectory was... If you was, stayed in, yeah. in your trajectory in the box, oh like didn't do school, work, blah, blah, blah. think about what it. Would you just be sad. Okay. No, but I think it's important to know, like... important to think about. important to know, like, where... Where, wow. like, you, how far you come from like this? You know, um, realistically, for me, like, I dropped out of school, like, last November. So I would probably still be at San Jose State University fucking super pissed off at life. <laughs> fucking, like, <laughs> working yeah. at the school gym. Like, mm-hmm. um, Jeez. fucking <laughs> failing know, my geez. microbiology exam. And, uh, yeah. Fucking the worst the black hating life episode. and shit. Honestly. I can't even imagine. <laughs> that's, that's as detailed as I can get. What about you, Chris? I can't even imagine because the whole reason I stopped going to school is because I can never decide what I want to because I'm hella indecisive. Mm-hmm. So I really can't even picture it. I just know that when I stopped, it was like, what? There's nothing. Like I can't. There's nothing I can see myself in the future doing through school. Mm-hmm. Like all exactly. these majors. Like I'm looking through all of them. And I'm like, exactly. I don't care about any. Like yeah. not that I don't care about it because a lot of the jobs are super important. Mm-hmm. But that's not me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't need to figure out like, oh, where, how can I, you know, do something where I'm fucking talking to somebody about the new Dom Kennedy mixtape. Like, <laughs> you know, what are my passions, you know? so Yeah, real quick, what happened last night? Oh, bro, Dom Kennedy's canceled, bro. <laughs> it's, it's quiet hey, for Dom Kennedy. All right, Kennedy. so you know why Dom Kennedy is so... All right, you know, Dom Kennedy, bro, like, I gave him a chance for too many years, bro. Like, I fuck with Dom, bro. Like, bro, come on, 25th hour, 25th bro. Hour, Future bro. Street, bro, come on, bro. But all right, you know, we talked about it, bro. Around the yellow yeah. album was that was kind of started the drop off. off. I didn't know that uh, "Follow Me Home" was his follow up to that. Or get get home safely. Get home safely. Yeah. Follow me. What happened last night? All right, so then Dom Kennedy just put out this new mixtape with Hip Boy, and I hadn't heard it. But we were watching that Big Sean video, and then you're like, "Hey, bro, pull out that Dom video." So like, all right, for sure. Hey. Hit Boy was spitting, bro. The Hit Boy I was, was surprised. Sick. I was, was like, okay. That song is catchy. Yeah, song, but then his verse was way too long, bro. Like two minutes. He, he too did long. two verses. Yeah. In the hook. So. Anyway, so then Dom comes in. I'm like, okay, you're rapping off B. You know, <laughs> typical Dom Kennedy. Typical spot. I tried to get with it. Uh-huh. And then I'm like, okay, okay. And then he says something like. Going back to back. Yeah, Bron like, and Kyrie going back to back. Some some and I was like, ah, oh, bro, that's how I know Dom Kennedy's off. Bro. <laughs> that's how I know he's not in the right place, bro. If you really think LeBron is going back to back, bro, there's something wrong with you. And that's all I gotta say right now. <laughs> okay. Don't get me started. Okay, Amina, what was your, what was your traditional, uh, your trajectory? How am I supposed to get back to that conversation after? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Bro, we got um, KD, bro. Okay, wait. You have, you have to reiterate that I'm question back. now. Like, growing up, what did your parents expect you to be? Which could have been, like, what you are, like, right now. Oh, fuck. Okay, well, coming from a very confusing household where my dad was Muslim and my mom was Christian, and neither of them really gave a fuck what I did as long as it was conservative as fuck. Uh What would that be? Uh, let's see. Fuck. Damn. 
sorry. <laughs> um, I for sure would have like stuck to college. First of all, I didn't apply to any colleges as I graduated high school because I didn't see that in the future. I wanted to go to art school. And my mom was hella down. My dad was like, nah. <laughs> you know, my dad was the most con conservative person. Mm. And so he was like, nah, art school is like for people who don't have a future. And I was like, well, art is everywhere. You know, art goes into, mm -hmm. you know, campaigns and like advertisements and art is everywhere. And I was just like baffled that he thought that art was like, you know, somewhere that I couldn't have a career. But um, so I, in, in like, uh, damn, Pro in protest to my parents, I didn't apply to any schools my senior year. And I was just like, okay, so near the end of my high school career, I was just, I had a freak out. I was like, oh, fuck, I fucked myself. Like, I did all this shit in protest to my parents and, like, ended up screwing myself over. Like, I didn't apply to any colleges. Uh -huh. Like, what the fuck? And so I was just like, okay, what are my options? What are my options? And... Like, long story short, me and my friend ended up being like, oh, okay, neither of us applied to colleges. Like, let's join the Marine Corps. Like, this is a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> like, long story short, and basically we chose the Marine Corps out of mm. all the other, like, mm. you know. <laughs> can you imagine, can you imagine, can you imagine me as a Marine? As a Marine, dude. Like, Never. we chose the Marine Corps because it was the toughest of all like government forces. We were like gonna be the most badass chicks in the Marine Corps, like super like, you know, fit and like, I don't know what our thinking was. I was like 17, so whatever. And I was just like, yeah, I'm gonna be fit and I'm gonna be disciplined because I'd never really experienced discipline and like, I'm gonna be fit and I'm gonna have my college paid for. Like maybe I'm gonna be like a photographer for the Marines and like, mm -hmm capture wars and shit and like I don't know what I was thinking and so you know if I didn't end up like in college like that was my way of kind of rebelling to my parents like joining mm. the Marine Corps and like I don't know I feel like that would have satisfied them in a weird way because I would have gotten discipline and I would have I mean that is kind like, of a conservative, country, conservative you know? thing, it's a conservative to do. thing. Yeah. even though they were both like what do you mean you want to join the Marines are you trying to die and I was like no I was going to be doing, like, logistics for the Marine Corps. No, I mean, there, is, there know, are office like, jobs. There's the office Marines, jobs. Yeah. But, like, yeah. I mean, I can't, like, the, the closest thing to not doing what I'm doing now would be the Marine Corps, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's, like, crazy to try and imagine something that even that would have been, that was totally off my trajectory, too. So yeah. it's, like, my trajectory probably would have looked like a very miserable office job or, like, you know, my dad works in hotels. I would have worked in hotels probably. Like, I did work in hotels for a minute, and I was like, nah, I can't do, mm. like, an indoor occupation where I sit at a desk for eight hours. Like, mm. I could, like, see my future happen, like, in front of my eyes where I just, like, you know, progressively got higher positions in a ho the hotel industry, and I was like, uh-uh. Like, no fucking way is this going to be my life. Like, mm. I can't see myself somewhere... Where I'm not outside, I'm not experiencing, like, you know, things I can't predict. Like, the hotel industry is very predictable. Like, my mom was, like, a legal secretary, and that's very predictable, you know, in a sense that that's an office job. Like, you're sitting there at a desk all day, and I just couldn't imagine myself at a desk. So, 
if I hadn't, like, chosen my own trajectory, I would be working a desk job for sure. Probably living in Sacramento, which is not going to happen. And hating my life. And so I'm so glad that's, like, not what I'm doing. <laughs> that was a long answer. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's all good. I had to go through I got, all that. I got, I got the picture. <laughs> I, know, I know you relived the whole, the whole thing right there. <laughs> 17 to 21. Here we are. Damn. <laughs> No, I couldn't see you as a marine. Dude. That'd be so Shut tight, up. though. <laughs> the opposite. I was super fit. <laughs> yeah. I beat be half ready? the guys I in the mile run. <laughs> I was like in the front, <laughs> kicking their asses. Wow. I probably would have been in the military too. Um, I was in like. JROTC oh, in high Nazi, school. <laughs> and, you know, like, I always, you know, thought it was a, you know, really good, solid plan for life, you know, just seeing how my dad did it. Um, and I thought I could just easily follow that same path. But once I got to college, you know, like, Things changed, uh, <laughs> so I got, you know, I got kicked out of my first school for smoking weed in my dorm. <laughs> um, and Damn, I kicked you out for that. Yeah, man. Oh, I got suspended for like, I don't know, three years and kicked out of my dorm. Fuck. So you know, I ended up going to community college, and you know, I've been in the bay for seven years and bounced around to damn near every corner mm. you know i meet people that know people that i've met before and they're like cousins or best friends <laughs> and i'm like what the hell like how did we never meet before so you know like it's been it's been a wild wild trajectory fucking not that straight graph i thought it would be <laughs> you know yeah um and I'm still doing it. I'm still trying to figure it out. I just got a nine to five, just graduated this summer, and I'm still trying to figure it out. Uh, I've been doing like design here and there, but and I've tried to apply to internships, but I'm not really trying to do any of like the tech company fucking bullshit <laughs> you know like I'm down to brand uh, creative uh, creatively and, you know I'm not trying to do presentation decks and like you know like it's killing Kev over here likes um, so like y'all are so tweeting me <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so conversations is so it's an intervention for Kev right now Kevin break out the likes <laughs> You know, so it's hard because, you know, I get the straight and narrow from my mom and my dad all the time. Like, you know, you need to fucking find an internship. You need to get health insurance. You need they to brush your teeth. You got to brush your teeth. every day. Drink enough water. Like, I mean, you just got to hydrate, honestly. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I felt like I took care of myself the past three years, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> True. It's crazy getting back to, you know, living with the folks and, you know, hearing it 24-7 again. 
So, you know, like, uh, it's kind of discouraging in the way that, you know, they don't want you to do, like, hang out. And, you know, like, a lot of this shit we do is so spontaneous and, like, mm-hmm. late night because it's the only time we have to do it. Mm-hmm. And my mom's like, where the fuck are you? <laughs> it's like 10.30, get the fuck home, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, um, so, you know, just continuing to push this YK thing and like learning how to be professional um, and yeah, doing the like saddling that border of the box you know like hang out on the edge mm-hmm. um is what i'm trying to do still mm. wow that's crazy that's crazy someone someone tweeted that today they're like yo like um what what do you do when you're like on the edge do you like i'm tempted to just admire the view but there's also the whole thing about diving in and I mean, I I told them my my answer and opinion. I was like, "Yo, man, like you should uh, dive in and accept and enjoy that moment of the lack of control that you have, like, because then that's that's like how you're gonna that's like real. feel alive, yeah. like stepping out of your comfort zone. Yeah, stepping out of your comfort zone, being the being afraid, exploring the unknown." Like really exploring your uh, your potential, you know, like, cause after that dive, you can hit rock bottom, or you can just like, I don't know, I don't know what the positive. So what's there to lose? Yeah. Honestly, like, what do you lose? Like, I don't know, like your confidence for like a day or two. Mm-hmm. You're like, all right, for sure, I took that L. Mm-hmm. What's next? Yeah. So you know, like- you move forward. I feel like losing your confidence for that moment or whatever, like being kind of shook off of that new experience is like what makes you even more confident mm. going forward. Yeah, like humbles knowing, you. Knowing like, cause I mean, I learned this like through high school, fucking, I don't know why, but I was like on the cross country team and mm. I fucking hate running. But then it was like, there was one thing that I did take from that experience was that like, there's, there's a hill that you fucking like, from far away, you're like, God damn, dude! Like, I can't, <laughs> I can't go go anymore. Like, I'm gonna just pretend that I have asthma and like. Pass. <laughs> but then, like, everyone else is doing it, so you're like, all right, fuck it. Like, I'm gonna just run up this hill, and like, you do it, and then there's another one, and it's like, all right, cool. Yeah, I'm you already like, did one. Yeah, I did one. Not I as bad this, as you thought. I can do this again. You know, it's like, I think if you can apply that to every other. Mm aspect of your life and like other challenges that you face it's like you know that this is going to be uncomfortable for a sec but mm. then afterwards you're like all right cool like what's next i think that's super important because it's like i mean once you put something off long enough it becomes bigger of like a daunting task than it originally was like it just becomes a bigger task and you're like not looking forward to it and you're like oh man like that looks horrible like that's really sketching me out i don't know if i can do that i don't know if i can face that versus like if it's just put in front of you as just a simple ass obstacle like your everyday life you just like leap over it and you're like okay cool mm. and but if it's like daunting you like kind of in the distance a little bit and you're just avoiding it like 
it's gonna become bigger and scarier than it should be. Like, you know, like the rear, not the rear view mirror, but like the car mirrors on the left and right of your car where it's like, this object may appear closer, closer than, than, than you. Yeah. And you're like, oh fuck, that looks scary early. I don't know, that doesn't make sense. Anyway. <laughs> I, get, I get it, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, but yeah, my my trajectory would have been uh, military, just because yeah, me and Victor grew up in that. Probably Navy, um, or like a dentist or something, or something in the dental field, because my dad did that. You do have nice teeth. Thank you, thank you. I was just looking at that. <laughs> or something, I don't know, like accounting or something, because I was kind of smart back in high school. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nah, but at the end of the day, I like yeah. like we said like we said we were saying like we all have our own paths. For me, I can't have my own boss. I'm t- like I just need to accomplish everything that I want to, and I I don't like to work under other people. Which is why I think this is YK is great because we're all like equals in this. And like Chris was saying, he took the drive. He took he he went in the passenger seat and let uh, Vic like lead this whole thing. Which is what's cool, yeah, like what I'm saying is what's cool about YK is like we're all equals. We do our own thing. We all come together. Nobody tells us what to do. We just like delegate when we're like heading the project. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, I think, I feel like that's how great like collectives work, you know? So that's what I had to say about that. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Any topics? Any, any free game that we can share? Uh, shit, I just want to uh, restate my appreciation for hella massive, like, white, like, fuck, not white, YK, but uh, hella massive, Dora and Kev, like, they fucking, we were just talking at a Drinks and Draws event, and I told them my idea for the live exchange, and they've just been, like, running with me since, and they're like, helping me out to the fullest and you know we're working in collaboration with another group that does like curation and art galleries and like that's what it's all about so um yeah and just keep it pushing and get your ideas out and talk them talk 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 like talk to people about your ideas and frustrations and that shit will definitely seem less daunting if you've been catting on that shit. Damn. Um, if we're doing shout outs, I want to shout out House of Godspeed for show. Because, yes. because wow, that was our first like office space like as a squad mm-hmm. and our first space in general. Like <laughs> Shout out Bryant for providing us that and crazy because <laughs> circling back to like one degree of separation, Vige was the one who actually got us up in here, which is where we're recording yeah. the podcast right now, um, House of Godspeed in Oakland. And so Vige went to college with our friend Bryant, and Bryant had this amazing art space that he like offered us as a group and you know, well, not really as a group. <laughs> <laughs> Some misunderstandings were had. 
This is the thing that happened. That's a whole other story. Like, you know, long story short, you know, some misunderstandings were had, but it all ended up working out for the better. Like, we're all here together right now, which is cool. And, you know, I'm just grateful for for this space, for being, like, a great catalyst for so many connections and breakthroughs. And, like, this is where we really kind of conceptualized and mapped out our rebranding of YK La Familia and kind of came up with, like, a map baseline of what we're going to be. And, like, now that we have, like, the wheels turning we're kind of like in this space where we're like okay so we got it started like how do we keep the momentum going and like we spent the whole year like building momentum and now we kind of like have it going so mm-hmm. um yeah shout out house of godspeed for show shout out beach for introducing us and bringing us into the space and um i'm just really grateful for you guys and for like opportunity in the bay and how positive and uplifting you guys are in times of like what's going on in the bay right now and just like grateful to have you guys during this time and tragedy of like the ghost ship taking place like rest in peace and paradise to those souls and I feel like that just um reiterates how lucky we are to have each other and how um we really need to take into account that you know, we have a platform and we need to make the best use of it as possible because we never know what's going to happen. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Am I supposed to do a shout out or? No, just like last, any last yeah. things you want to say. Gems, regain, whatever. I mm. <laughs> uh, just want to say thank you to Kevin Durant for coming to the Bay Area, making my life better. <laughs> To watch the Warriors. Yo, Chris Chris firmly believes that whenever he shows up to the games, like they win. No, I didn't say that. Because no. I've been to plenty of games where they got blown out. But recently. But year, recently no, but the two games I went to this season was Steph's three-point record yeah, game. Record-breaking And Clay games. Thompson's 60-point game. Was it Historic. Oh, no. Thanks, Chris. Thanks. Thanks, Clay. Thanks for your service. Everyone don't, from Warriors. Don't world. quit the loud, bro. <laughs> Sliding in the M's, boy. Also, Keep prospering. pineapple belongs on pizza. No, it does not. No, it does yes, not. It does. By the way, cheesecake is a fucking pie. pie. Okay, okay. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Real quick. We, we figured out the pickle dilemma. Simmer, pickle it, simmer it down. <clears throat> Can, I do, what, what do oh, okay. Can I do my okay, shout out? Can I do my shout out? Okay, let's talk about the pickles. Okay. Alright. Who was I going to shout out? Or just anything you want to uh, say. Yeah, I wanted to shout out Vige for really being that one degree of separation because without Vige, I probably wouldn't have gotten like as involved with cooking because uh, he introduced me to Dean. Shout out that motherfucker, Dean. <laughs> Dean, <laughs> that's good. Um, and yeah, I want. I probably would still be living at home and shit, but. <laughs> Shit changed my life. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Dude, weren't you? Didn't you have two places at, at a certain point? Bro, we were all yeah. over the place. We were in San Jose. Yeah, you had places. San, yeah, San Francisco. I was going to school at SJSU. I was living over in San Jose, and then I dropped out, moved back home. And you then, still had that spot. Yeah. 
And then, uh, oh yeah, I still was like on the lease. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, anyways, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that life. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Okay, so this this pickle dilemma. Oh my god! So <laughs> if, pickles are gross, man. If pickles oh. are pickled cucumbers, anyway. So what was it? Pickled are, pickled are, cucumbers yeah. are pickles, mm-hmm. and pickles are pickled cucumbers. Yeah. But anything can be pickled, and it doesn't have to be just a pickle. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't or, have to be a cucumber. Does it doesn't have to be a, be a fucking cucumber. But the whole dilemma is if pickled cucumbers are pickles, like, is there anything? Is there any such thing as just a pickled cucumber? No. No. And it's, no. It's a pickle. Just a pickle. It's just a pickle. Thing. It's like Kleenex. That's the original. Anyway. As soon as it goes on the brand, yeah. right? it's just the brand. It's a yeah. Pickle. So once it touches that vinegar, it's just pickle. That fermentation <laughs> process. Yeah. Bro. So anyone who's giving you pickled cucumbers, they lying. Just it's pickles. Fade them on sight. Square up with somebody say pickled cucumber somewhere? Yeah, everywhere. Everywhere. They're just like, yo, what is this? Pickled cucumbers. Pickled radishes. What's up with aioli? Aioli is mayonnaise. Is that mayonnaise? It's like stuff mixed with mayonnaise. It's different. It's different. Okay, well, ask the chef over here. It's different. Tell us how. Just do it. Just do it. You're fine. Okay, man. You're fine. Shout out. Shout out, Vij. Shout out, ETC. Hi, Umi. Hi, P. I love you. Nah, just playing. I hate you guys. Man, shout out everyone here. Shout out my mom. Shout out my dad. Nah, just kidding. No question mark. Big T. I love you. Man, shout out Jesus and Meryl. You get me through the day. Yeah, same. <laughs> the, the you put a smile on our face. <laughs> shout out Village Resting. Was Josh, y'all, y'all get me through the day. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man, we should just throw out podcast Yo, lists. Yeah, I got other, fire podcast check out, lists. Check out Village Resting. Village Resting. Fire, Don't listen to this. No, I'm just kidding. Thanks, Beach. <laughs> After this. Yeah. But anyway. Listen to podcasts. Listen man. to podcasts. It changed your life. That's it, yeah. yeah. Open your horizons. Open your eyes. Be woke on Twitter. Hashtag woke. Oh, Hashtag woke Twitter. Oh, yeah. Watch out for your sources, though. Fact check your shit. Oh, yeah. The <laughs> news, bro. <laughs> you know. yo, Anything yo, is news, man. Yo, don't believe Honestly. what you read on Facebook yeah. and what your fucking friends post. Oh no shit. Chris, man, I want you to flame Amina right now. I want you to flame Amina. Right. This, right. is, this is the roast session. Do you, know, you remember that one time you had that banana? <laughs> what time? I have bananas hold all on, the time. Hold on, hold on. All right, so there's this thing on Twitter going around where this people put HIV blood in these bananas. And then I seen Amina one time, bro. No, I think we were eating a banana yeah, or something. She, was, she had just opened the banana and she kept inspecting it like, bruh, I was... She was looking at this banana like it was about to bite her in the face. Like I was like, bro, what are you doing, bro? She was like, yo, you, you haven't seen on Twitter that people are putting blood in the bananas? And I was like, bro, come on, bro. Fact check. Fact check sources, man. I was like, bro, okay, that's Okay, you never know. These the blood days. can't survive outside the body. You never know. How the fuck was I supposed to know this, like, HIV could not? Oh okay, never mind. <laughs> I don't know what was going I on. I think there. it's the initial shock. You're like, damn. I was just like, oh shit, this is happening? No way. Ugh. I was just like, fuck, like people are talking about it. it I like, guess I should like. It's like a photo of a banana with Like, red be wary yeah. of bananas like, or something. 
That's, like the Photoshop was terrible. Damn. It could have just been like strawberry jam on the <laughs> Probably. It low-key looked like As long as it has a photo, that's that's when people think it's credible. As long as there's a photo. There was a photo. photo. I was like, But what? man, you can Photoshop this anything. This looks crazy. Yeah, know? like those fake tweets, bro. Yep. Fake tweets. Yo. Yo. Never, yo. Don't slip up on Twitter, man. People will get you fired. We're going to end your shot. career. You Damn. Good thing I don't have a job. <laughs> Got it. Same. Plot twist. <laughs> I get a job from my Twitter now. <laughs> True. Finesse. I mean, it's queen of finessing. Yeah, for real. How many how many uh, festivals you been to that? Yeah, that with that actual. That you kind of finessed your way through. Are we going to talk about this? <laughs> <laughs> this is the, the random portion of this. I don't know. Probably... That I actually went to or that I had access to. Oh my god! There's uh, a whole damn, this is too I don't list. fucking know. No, I just snuck into absolutely. Is that the accurate time? Then, yeah, it is. Okay. No, I god. know. I got past oh, people's bedtime. Yeah. And then I got paid to go to Sasquatch, which was great. Plus, nice. we went to Outside Lands, and then we see Amina backstage, yeah. and she didn't even get a ticket. We paid for that shit. <laughs> she was working for a wine company, man. You know? A fake one. Fake wine company. With the fake laminated. I was working ID. with the uh, catering company guy. Bro, I was scared to sneak a bottle in. Yeah, we, were, we put it in through. our sock. I literally, I don't know how that worked out. Okay, but I did get a bottle taken at Camp Vlogna, so. Uh, dang, no finesse. You got more W's than L's. This is true. Okay, okay time for my shout outs. Shout out Carmack, he dubbed me Beach Killer. He actually just spelled my name wrong. <laughs> People were just like, you should just change Dubbed. your shit, man. Like, I can't though. I'm branded. Shout out to photographers that say hi to you at every event. Shout out to photographers that say hi to you at every event and introduce themselves at every event. Like they don't know you. Like they don't know you, bro. Like we haven't <laughs> met last time. It's all love, though. It's all love. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I'm gonna edit that. Someone just punched your screen. <laughs> it's, just a, it's just a joke. Brian has this on video too. <laughs> Brian's, Brian's recorded hey, the whole it. thing. But, but yeah. <laughs> okay, this is the end of Wonder Your Separation with YK. Uh, I appreciate all you guys. I love all you guys. Glad y'all came out. It's 2 30 a.m. Oh We're all gonna bounce. Oh Everybody's got jobs in the morning, but. I don't, so. Um, shout out House of Godspeed. Shout out Bryant. Bryant's been and here Darren. the whole damn time. And Darren. Darren, Darren please. Oh, shit, oh, Darren. Darren, come back to the bay, man. We miss you. Come back to the bay. Oh, is that Darren? He just whispered into his phone. I don't know if Darren's actually there. Darren is watching right now. Darren's actually watching? Oh, is that using his app thing? Livestar. Okay. Shout out Livestar. It's the... It's the app that took Darren away from us. So. <laughs> um, yeah, when do we separation? Uh, check out the website. Check out the SoundCloud. Check out iTunes. Subscribe. One of none. Check out my new brand, One of None. I actually just opened the web shop like a couple hours ago. Uh, cop some teas, put some money in my pocket. Oh, wait, it's already sold out. What? Hoodies <laughs> all sold out? Nah, dude. I, my Wi Fi is off, so like I don't know if I got any orders. I haven't even advertised it. But yeah, okay. Oh, follow Twitter, follow Instagram. Uh, it's on SoundCloud, it's on iTunes. Check out the website. 
Shout out. Christian said, shout out Great Gatsby. Uh, really. When you think about it. <laughs> oh, it's just another discussion. <laughs> Wait, sh- oh, yeah, check out YK La Familia. Bro, uh, Great Gatsby is the biggest white privilege story ever. I'm yeah. saying. Sure. And then um, the exchange is going to happen like after or before I, before I post this. So check out the hashtag I'm exchanging for all the photos, the recaps. Check out YK La Familia. Check out everybody's work individually. Everybody's raw. Uh, Kev, did you just launch your portfolio? Are we plugging our stuff? I'm going to plug in you right now. NotKevinWong.com. NotKevinWong.com. He'll probably put it in the info section. Yeah, I'm going to just tweet it out. You know what I'm saying? And then, yeah. Peace out. It's pretty. Okay, it's the whole defense. Really? Well, this was awkward. That was so long. <laughs> tired tomorrow. I appreciate y'all. How long was that? Yeah, I can't find it. Probably like two and a half. Is hours. it one of none.com? Cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>